When I'm not painting the city red, I'm always tuned into the Lance Scurve Show, the spot where it's always kept real. Tell us what you got new coming up for us, Scurve. Yes, um, it's good to be here again. And um, we're going to be talking about some very important stuff. You know, one of the things that we're going to be talking about is that we are running away from ourselves, first of all. We're running from spirituality. You know, we have to become people who realize the importance of balance. Because, first of all, you don't know your past, you don't know your future. And most of us as African people, we don't know our past and we don't want to know our past. We refuse to look into our Africanness because, you see, it's like more and more of us want to look into whiteness instead of blackness. And that is a great problem for us as a people. You know, and through my journey in this, I realize that more and more that we are spiritual people, you know, more than anything else, because that's what Africa is about. And many Africa, many of our African brothers and sisters, even though they, they practice Christianity, they still go back to their spirituality, a great deal of them. Is what I'm saying. Because spirituality is very important, but because it's not being practiced in the, in the right way, that's why we can't get out of the situation that we find ourselves into. Right now, when you look at it, for instance, you know, I know a lot of people demonize our brothers and our sisters in Haiti. And, um, you know, for us, even for some of us, really, you know, I can tell you growing up in Jamaica, yes, there are certain people there in Jamaica that I knew growing up. They practice voodoo or voodoo, whichever the word you want to use for it. But um, that is part of the African spirituality. But it's something that has been demonized by white supremacy. You see, because they have no spirituality. So how can you practice something that you don't have none of? You see, you didn't come directly from the hands of the Creator Himself. And so therefore, how can you call upon Ogun? Is what I'm saying. You don't have that soul. You see, and when we talk about soul, people, soul, people don't, don't, don't don't understand the dynamics of this thing because talk about soul you ever really see sometime how are all the time really when you see us as black people how we move according to the rhythm the rhythm of life the rhythm of nature we move with it like it's nothing even our children when they are just born you know they hear the music and they're just moving like it's nothing it's, it becomes so natural to them which all these other people, they have to be practicing and learning how. They have to take classes in dancing and singing and all these different things. Why? Because that kind of soul is not there. That's your connection to the Creator. That's your connection to nature. You see? So, we are natural. And we should always welcome our naturalness. Okay? And that's why I said, you know, when it comes to Haiti, for instance, you know, what, how did they win that revolution in 1804? That was all based on their spirituality. They were calling upon the spirit of Ogun. And when they call upon the spirit of Ogun, then guess what? Then that spirit come into them. And that spirit is a warrior spirit. 
And we see what happened to the French. That's how they get rid of the French and drive them out of Haiti. You see, the greatest revolution that ever fought in the Western Hemisphere. But again, we see until this day, our brothers and sisters in Haiti is paying a great price for that victory. And we as African people are black people who have been stolen from the continent. Our ancestors was all stolen from the continent of Africa. And so because we now, okay, help to demonize our brothers and our sisters. And, and this is a great part of the problem. Because these people beat this thing called Christianity into us as a people. And we we haven't come to realize that this spirituality uh, this christianity rather is what took away our spirituality you see because they know that the moment they give you knowledge of self or allow you to have knowledge of self and you go back to your spirituality then it's game over for them so if we as black people today yeah, we might not love each other. We might not care about each other the way we should. But the fact of life is once we go to our spirituality, if all of us should come together tomorrow and go to our spirituality, it would be game over for them immediately. Because they don't understand it. And no matter how they try, that's something that, they, that doesn't work for them. When you don't have that connection to the creator himself, how are you going to make that work for you? Never work. So you want to have us pointed in the wrong you see? direction of religion. Right. And so this thing is really the gatekeeper to us as a people is the knowledge. And that's why it says we are running away from what we need to run to. Because this is our saving grace. Isn't that a funny thing that this very thing that you are running away from is what's going to save you? You see what I'm saying is because we know nothing about ourselves. We never, most of us don't never stop one day to look into ourselves or to reason with ourselves. We don't like to meditate. We don't like to go into a place where there's no noise. We don't like to be in our own house without TV running and radio running and all kind of different background noise and all kind of different people talking. Are we on the phone talking to somebody? We don't take that time and that space where we can just, just, just meditate and let things flow. You see, so we have to be a people who truly come back into ourselves in order to set ourselves free from this thing that is holding us down. And as long as we hold on to this thing called Christianity, it's a thing that is going to destroy us. But when we go back to our spirituality, it is the thing that is going to save us. You see, I, mean, I know we had a conversation um, on Thursday about there are some things that is happening in Haiti. And so, you know, uh, fortunately enough, um, yesterday uh, we were at Tree Mass yesterday. Um, and we had a, a beautiful discussion. And I tell you how, how the spirit really works. It happened to be quite a few of our our Haitian brothers and sisters that were there. And, you know, I asked them the question, you know, because that, it, it was just amazing to me. You see what I'm saying? It's not that I haven't seen 
Haitian brothers and sisters coming to three mass before, but it was a good amount of our Asian brothers and sisters that were there yesterday, and I, I was happy to see them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, and and I just thought and said to myself, "Wow, isn't it amazing how the spirit moved?" Because here's these brothers and sisters, and I say, I want to know personally from our brothers because they have direct contact, you know, to Haiti, and so. Now, when I start asking questions now, you know, and then they start to come in forward and speak. And then this one sister who really have a good deal of knowledge on what is going on. And also there's another, there's a brother there. His name is um, Brother Matt. Um, and um, the sister went on to say about this really uprising that started in, in Haiti not too long ago, I think it was in October it started, and she says that um, how this got started really was the youths that started this revolution because these youths are looking into all this missing money that is coming from oil revenue. You see what I'm saying? That these politicians has took all of this money and spending it elaborately on themselves. And now they want accountability because they want their country to make progress. So these youths are not playing no games. They start to stand up for themselves. They are not like the older people who take it and take it and take it some more. They decide the spirit, the true spirit come into them. The ancestors is arising into the younger generation. And so now these ancestors are rising up you see what I'm saying? The spirit of John Jacques Dessalines and all of these other spirits are rising up into these youths. And so these youths right now, as the sister says, they want to know what is going on because they realize that they are being duped in every way by these politicians. And so they want an answer and they were pressing for an answer. You see, and then, you know, she went on to talk about that now, you see, there was about over a million people that came out for that first protest, okay? And, and that it was just going on and on, and they had others planned. So now she talked about also a politician, a particular politician that kind of tried to, to use this thing to turn the tide to his direction, you see what I'm saying? So she's saying is that all the burning and the looting that you see that is going on there right now, it is actually not the original protesters. These are from the political side. They are paying, like they are paying people to come out to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? To loot and to burn and to tear things down. Because this is not originally what it started out as, but he's hijacking the protest, so to speak. And mind you, people... This is you know. what CNN and Fox would report because they want to make it seem like it's just that. Right. They're not going to speak the righteous reason. Right. So you see, they're not, they not out there talking about, you know, um, really doing. So they, they want an investigation. These youths want an investigation into what is going on with this money. And they're saying that somebody is going to have to pay. People going to need to go to prison. You see what I'm saying? So they're trying to undermine the whole situation. Okay, and she mentioned about also that the original flag when they got their independence, which actually you know was changed after a while. Okay, 
And so I think it was um, black, red, and green was the was the original flag. And then after the independence, and then after that, now the other flag. I don't, you know, some of those same colors are in there. But you know what I'm saying is they 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 really made a change because this particular um, president, um, I forgot his name right now, but he was a tyrant, really, basically, you know, to the people in Haiti. And we know that there is many tyrant leaders really that dealt in a, some terrible way with our Asian brothers and sisters. So these are the things. And one of the grandson right now of one of these terrible politicians, um, don't remember his name for some, you know, his name is in the back of, no, no, but his name is in the back of my, my head. I, I hate when that happened. But anyway, but his grandson is one of them right now that want to take over the presidency. You see, even though his, 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 his grandfather was a tyrant, so to speak, to, to his own people. You follow what I'm saying? So these are the things that is happening. And like I said, you know, it was great talking to these brothers and sisters because they know, you know, as Brother Matt will say about, you know, we know why these things are happening in Haiti. And we know, you know, like these politicians, they go to school in France, they go to school in America, they go to school, you know, and, and the same thing like in Africa, same thing in Jamaica, same, same kind of setup. They go to the school of white supremacy. And white supremacy helped them to oppress their people. And they come in with the attitude of the white supremacy. They live this wonderful life, fly in private planes here and there and everywhere. Okay, but their people are suffering. And you see, they, they, they just siphon off all the, 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 financial, the finance that is coming in. Because, and that's why people are, Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. That's a lie. It's always been a lie. Okay, there's gold there. There's oil there. So, so tell me, you follow what I'm saying? The, the oil was, is being extracted by Venezuela. Okay, there was a, a deed that, that signed with Hugo, Hugo Chavez. Okay, and they, 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 the Venezuelan pulled the oil and they sent the money back to IT. Okay, America did not want them to sign any deal with Hugo Chavez. Okay, so Hugo Chavez, you know, really, which everybody, as long as America is against him, we must be against him. Doesn't matter if this man is trying, everybody who tried to help black people, okay, we need to understand that everybody, that's the reason why Muammar Gaddafi is dead today, okay, because anybody who stand up for the black man, America is going to demonize him and kill him eventually. Even the propaganda in the news media, they make it seem like it's hate talk or something, but they don't, they don't put or show America's dirty hand in the UK's dirty hand and why things are the way they are. Right. You see, but, but you see, where you have to understand how, how America works, um, it is the invisible God, so to speak. You, you follow my drift? Mm -hmm. It's the invisible God. Are this in where they always talk about, you know, that's what America is all about. Okay, they are the invisible hand, so to speak. You know, the God that you cannot see, the English and the Americans and all the Germans and the French, they are that unseen hand. Why how they are that unseen hand? Because they are the one that make your politician tick. You see what I'm saying? You don't see them nudging and, and the phone calls and telling them how and when to do what to their own people. And what I'm saying is these Uncle Toms, these Uncle Tom that is dealing with their own people in a barbaric way. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying is these are the sellouts. 
And these are the people that we need to remove from in front of us. Because think about this. Why should our leaders, people who call themselves so-called leader of black people, if they are truly so-called leader of black people, why do they need to go to white supremacy university? Why do they need to do that? You see what I'm saying is they are going there when you see if they left Africa, for instance, in a, in, a, in a dashiki, they come back in a suit and tie. You follow what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what I'm telling you, my brother. Look at most African leaders that you see. What are they wearing? They are wearing a suit and tie. Once they go to the school of white supremacy, they are coming back in a suit and tie. You see what I'm saying? That meaning they are tied down, locked down on the white supremacy. That's what that tie symbolizes. Okay? And that suit. You see what I'm saying? So we as a people need to realize what's going on here. That's why I said, you know, this thing about, you know, uh, you know, as, as um, we as, 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 for instance, Jamaican that grew up under this, this British colonial rule. Okay, where they tell you you got to have your knife and fork to eat at the table to prove that you are a, you, you, you know how to use your knife. I don't need to know how to use no knife and fork. You see what I'm saying? Right. These are the things that your parents would beat you to, to learn these, these ways of them. You see, because they colonize you. They're doing all kinds of things to you to make you fall in line. Okay, I, do, I can use my hands to eat if I want. Okay, and if you don't want me in your house, if you invite me to a meal and I'm using my hand, then you tell me, please don't come back to my house, and I'm fine with that. Okay, but what I'm saying is, and people, I say, oh, that's a barbaric way of eating. That is to you. That is to you. But my hands are what the Creator gave to me. You follow what I'm saying? Why, when I, why don't when I go eat a apple or an orange, I use a knife and fork? But because I sit around a table and, oh, you got to do it the Queen's way. I don't care about no queen. I don't care about no queen. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to have this particular fork for this and this spoon for that and this for that and this for the other. So all of these things are things to entrap us. And that's why I said we got to get back to our original way, to our spirituality. Because once we get back to our spirituality, then it's all over. Because the fact of life is that these people are using our spirituality against us to lock us down with their Christianity because they know the moment we come out of this Christian thing, then they are done for. You see, so we have to really start to enlighten our people, enlighten our children, help them to realize the importance of looking to their spiritual side. Trace your history. Stop, stop talking about these things like they are some barbaric things because they are not. We are the ones that teach people how to build. We are the ones that all of these things that they have today, mapping all of these different things, they learned them from us as a people. They didn't know how to build anything when they came out of the caves in Europe. Where they know about building from? You see, you look at those great buildings in Egypt, pyramids, look at the Sphinx and all these different things. Who built them? Wasn't the white man? Wasn't the European? Wasn't the Arab? These are all African. Okay? These are all African. And if we as a people don't realize 
the importance of coming together in a spiritual way to get rid of this thing called Christianity that is keeping us down, the gatekeeper to knowledge, to true knowledge. You see, so we need to welcome our spirituality, welcome our, our Haitian brothers and sisters. Don't be like America, who they welcome these white, so-called white Cubans, okay? But anytime our brothers from Haiti are in any problem, guess what? They're ready to throw them out back into the lines then, so to speak. You see, and we stand there and we don't say nothing and we don't do nothing. But here is people who look just like you and I, who are a part of you and I. They are our brothers and our sisters because we all came from the continent. They just split us up and take us to different places under different regime and different rule. You see, so we all are connected Anywhere you go in this world and you find black people, we are all interconnected because we are from the same source. So we need to stop demonizing each other. We need to stop treating each other in, in, in this kind of way that white supremacists want us to treat each other. You know, we call each other, oh, you're ghettofied and you're this and you're that and you're the other. Everything that is bad, that's what we call each other. And to make ourselves feel better. You see, if you learn who you truly are, you don't need to tell your brothers or your sisters anything bad about themselves bad to make you feel better. No. What you would be doing is lifting their spirit. Instead of demonizing your brothers and sisters, lift their spirit. Welcome your Haitian brothers and sisters. Make them feel that you genuinely love them. Don't demonize them like everybody else. You see, same thing, Jamaica. There's a lot of people that will tell you, oh, some of these Jamaicans, they are into voodoo. You see what I'm saying is? Ahobia, whichever they call it. But it's one and the same. You see, but because we don't take the time out to check what these things, what these things are all about and the origin of them. The origin of all of this is straight from Africa. You see, but because we don't, we, we, we want to please these masters. We want to please them. This is our aim to please white supremacy. So we're going to demonize our own culture. Because we have no idea. You see a brother in a dashiki and you get up, uh, oh, huh, you frown at him and you think like, oh, this brother, like he dropped off some other planet. Where is he going in that dashiki? You see what I'm saying? Because that's what you were taught. So you become so Europeanized in mind that everything about you is Europe. Because if it's not that way, then it's the wrong way. And these are the people that are still killing your sons and your daughters in the street every day. You see. And like I always say, when their goon squad, which is these police officers on the street, when they stop you, they don't ask you, are you a judge? Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? What station do you hold in white supremacy? They don't ask you that. 
They're ready to kill you just because of your color, the color of your skin. You see, we have to, we must recognize that we have one great thing in common as a people, and that's blackness. One great thing in common. And many of us will say, well, I'm not exactly black, I'm brown. Listen. We need to stop this thing, man. You know, these are some Archie Bunkers kind of crap that we get up and talk every day that, oh, you know, colored people, colored people. Get that crap out of your mind. We are black people. Okay? We, we, if white supremacy doesn't say it's okay, then it can't be okay for us. Why is that? Why don't we ask ourselves those questions? Instead of, we become the thinkless ones. But everything we do, white supremacy have to give their stamp of approval in order for us to feel better about ourselves or about what we're doing or what we're wearing or what we're eating or what we're drinking. Isn't that a shame? Does the white supremacy need your confirmation on about what they eat or drink or wear? They don't give a crap about what you think. So why should we give a crap about what they think? You see, that's the problem because we are blind. We are blind. We are deaf to true knowledge. We have a hear, but we don't hear. And we have an eye, but we don't see. Because there's a veil that is covering our faces. Because we don't want to accept truth. And every time we look in the mirror, we don't want to see a black person. If most black people tomorrow wake up, and when they wake up in the morning, they see a white person in the mirror, then that would make their day, and they would, they would make their, their life on earth worth all the while that they think it's worth. That's what we would do. A lot of us, because we hate blackness to that extent, because they made sure they put it in us to hate blackness. But you see, one of the things is because we don't educate ourselves. We know nothing about our past, most of us. It's sad when you question our black brothers and sisters. They know nothing about Africa or any of their history whatsoever because they don't want to know. They don't make it their business to know. As long as they have Christianity and Jesus, then everything is fine. Their problems are all solved, but they have more problems more than everybody else. But we don't ask ourselves, how come? How come? This Jesus that you're running around and talking about, he's not solving your problems. He's not solving any problem for you. You see, the only one that is going to solve your problem is you. When you learn to look within yourself, because the answer that you're looking for is not out there. I can guarantee you that. It's the wrong place to look. Because you're never going to find what you're looking for. And that's why Bob Marley says you're running and you're running away, but you can't run away from yourself. You see, we have a tendency to always point into someone else that they are the problem. Whatever we face, it's always someone else's fault. Why we face what we face. But we are not looking to ourselves and looking deep within ourselves and realizing the importance of searching for the answer right within you. And when we do that, that's the time that everything is going to come full circle.
Because then we're going to start realizing who we truly are. So turn off the noise. Turn off the TV and the radio and go sit in a room and learn to meditate. Clean out that inner self of yours and allow the spirit, allow the ancestors to arise within you. And then you're going to truly know who you are. So stop running away from the things that is going to set you free. Christianity is never going to set you free. That is one of the greatest part of your imprisonment is this religion that you give into. One of the things that you tie yourself up with, with this religion. And it is destroying you as a person. But you don't know that. Because everything that you earn, you said it's Jesus while you earn it. You see, everything. If you're suffering, is Jesus sick while you're suffering? Why not suffer for your own name's sake or your people's name's sake? You see, you're willing to put yourself into white supremacy in every way. But you're not willing to look into yourself and to your people to find the answer. Because you see, when you go back, and I encourage all my brothers and sisters, because the question has been asked to me many different times. Why are we so against each other? Why is it that we can't come together? And this is my answer to this question. I say, brother, our sister, please go and read that Willie Lynch letter. Read it for yourself. It, it's, it's right there. It's not hidden out there anywhere. He tell you, he tell his people, he said, listen, you want to control the black man and the black woman? You're going to have to break that nigger like a horse. Go and read it. You will see. If you think I'm making these things up, look for yourself. When he tell them, say, listen, you, once you do this, this thing that I'm, I'm teaching you, you will never have to worry about anything. For the next 300 or more years, you will never have to worry about a thing. Maybe even up to a thousand years. Just make sure you keep them in this state. So read it for yourself. You see. And then you will really get a grip on what is really happening to us as a people. But because we don't read, I refuse to go and do some research, simple research that is going to set your mind free from the lies and the hypocrisy of the system of white supremacy, then this is where we find ourselves. Just like that Willie Lynn says, we're going to find ourselves in this state perpetually. Because... We don't want to become awake because we don't want to take full responsibility for ourselves as a people. You see, we demonize each other. We blame each other. We look down on each other. We kill each other. All in the name and for the sake of white supremacy. And don't even know. Isn't that a sad state of affair? That's a very, very sad state of fear, my brothers and sisters. So this is what we personally need to start doing in order to set ourselves free. Study your history.
study your culture, look into your past, that you may find the answer for your future. Because it's very, very important that we do so. If we don't, we are going to find ourselves in a, a perpetual state of, we have to say, almost nothingness where we've been used and confused and abused in every way as a people. We have to stop the cycle. And this is what the younger generation is stepping up to the plate to do because we as the older generation, we don't want to do anything. We just want to continue on the same path that we have been traveling for hundreds of years. And it's not leading to anywhere. To the same place over and over again. And yet we believe that it is going to lead us to where we need to go. It is madness even to think that way for a moment. But yet we can't see it. Because we are asleep. Spiritually, we are fast asleep. That's the problem. We are in a state of perpetual sleep. Because they have put us there. And no matter when we come to a realization of what is going on, some of us, and we try to get those who haven't come to an awareness to realize what is truly taking place, they look at you like you're stupid or something is wrong with you. You are one of the rebellious ones, they will say. You see, we have to come to that realization that as a people, we must start to look to each other because that is the only way we're going to make it out of this thing. It's a system. And everything in the system has been put in place to destroy you, to destroy us as a people. So we must come to that realization. And I'm not saying that all of us is going to. But for those who are coming into a state of awakening, my advice to you is to find brothers and sisters that have find themselves into the same state of awakening. Are they are ahead of you in their consciousness? Seek guidance from these brothers and sisters. Okay? And listen to them carefully. And if they tell you to go and do research, do it. Don't become like these people who go to church and the church keep telling them, Oh, you know, we'll do the research for you. You don't need to go out there and do, and do any research. We will search it and we'll find it and we'll bring it to you. How do you know what they're going to bring to you is not to keep you in the same state that you are in? They don't want to lead you out of what you're in. They want to keep you there. And they know that if you wake up, go out there and start to do the research for yourself, then you're going to question everything that they have been teaching you. So they have a way to keep you into this place that you are. And it's all planned. It's all been strategically planned to keep you that way. So we as a people have to recognize what's going on. And so who 
those of us, like I said, that has been come to receive enlightenment, this is where we need to make sure that we make ourselves available to enlighten our brothers and sisters who are awake, are becoming awake. We have to help each other, teach each other, and we have to be willing to listen in order for us to learn. No matter how great a teacher you might think you are, you might learn a lot by listening and paying attention. Sometimes the greatest thing is to sit down and listen to someone else that really will make you think. And, and sometimes it's just the simplest things that is going to give you the answer that you need. So we have to really change the dynamics and come into a place where we can vibe with each other. When you find brothers and sisters that are gathering together, all of these brothers sometimes they have conferences, they have different um, situations or settings basically where you can go. You know, when they have these conferences or black gathering for different reasons, for educational purposes, go to these. You see, because these brothers take the time out to do the research, the study, to help you to get to really know who you are. To show you what you need to do to make life better for yourself and for your family and for your people. Because that's what it's about. It starts with you individually. So there's a lot of knowledge out there. Your history is rich. The greatest history on the planet is from the motherland. So all of these things that people are, you know, they build great buildings. They, they come up with all kinds of things. But who really is the origin, originator of these things? The African man and woman and the African child. So all of these things that these people are telling you and making you feel like you're worthless or you're useless. No, I am telling you, once you start looking into the true history, then you will realize that we don't need to be running around and telling nobody that we are the greatest. No, we don't need. You see, people, people like white supremacy, they have to do what they do because they know that they are not the original man. They know that. That's why they fight so hard to keep their position, so to speak. That's why they get everyone else to go against the black man and the black woman and the black child. You see, we don't need to tell people that we are the greatest. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We know that we are the true creators and inventors on this planet. We know we are the original man and woman. You know, think about these things. Would the creator create a man and a woman in all of his greatness that could not stand up to the temperature of the sun? And yet this man and woman who are claiming that the creator looked like them, you have to really say, this creator must be mad 
because he created a sun that the people that he created, they can't stand it. They have to find some suntan lotion to put on when they go out in the sun. So why would he put his people on a planet that is not compatible to them? But we don't ask those questions. You see, because we have been so bamboozled, duke, and everything else that you can think of. We believe the lie. We keep drinking the Kool-Aid that is destroying us. When last you, as a black man or a black woman or a black child, have to put on suntan lotion to go out into the sun, no matter how it's hot outside. No need to do that. If you do that, it's because you're following them. But you know that the sun does not affect you like that. When your ancestors was out in the cane fields and in the cotton plantations, where did they put on any suntan lotion? Where did they get skin cancer? They didn't. You see, and all these things went wrong with them. No, because they, their body can tolerate whatever come at it. The only time our bodies get, start to break down is when we start feeding on the diet of the white supremacy. Because his diet is not compatible to our diet. And we're not seeing that. You see, and I usually try my best not to even say a diet. Because I'm not dying. So the fact is that I'm not on a diet. You see, but what I intake into my body to give me the necessary energy, the fuel that I take in. It's not the same as his. You see, that's why he make all these synthetic products. You see, and that's what we need to get. We need to realize that in order for us to come into our full self, we need to really trace our roots and go back to our original way of eating, our original way of living. And that is going to make the difference within ourselves. When we go back to our spirituality, it's going to open up a new world, a whole new world to you. That's why I said it's important for one to know oneself, to love oneself and respect oneself. You see, that's what we have to do. When we do this, then we're going to realize that yes, this is where true peace of mind comes from when one knows oneself. You see, and I'm not talking about all this fake love that they have telling you about, oh, love and this and that. No, this emotional crap, you know what I mean? That's, that's, not, what, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. But you will know when you reach there. And then you will think, you will say to yourself, wow, this is a whole new world. This is where I need to be all my life. How much time I have wasted. You see. So we have to look for guidance and direction. Not from outside. But from within. You see. Because we are null and void of spirituality. And that's why we hack and behave the way we do. But like I said. Once we come back into our spiritual self. Then everything is going to start to change because we are not Christian people, we are spiritual people. And that is vital for us to know that. You see? So we have to stop. We really, really have to stop all of this madness that is taking place. 
within our community, within our nation. We have to start teaching our children about their culture, about their roots. You see, roots gives stability to a tree. You see, and culture will help them to really appreciate who they truly are, just like you appreciate the fruits that come off the tree, that you eat them and you get satisfied. That's what this will do for you. This is what it's going to do for your children and your children's children. But until we do these things, we're always going to be running around in a circle. And it's a never-ending circle that we find ourselves in. So most people think, if I let go of Christianity, then what I have to hold on to? Search for your spirituality while you're there, and you will see what happened. You don't need to worry about a thing. Trust me, you don't need to worry about nothing. Because your creator and your ancestors, they have your back. But you need to know that. You need to know that. And you need to, when you know yourself, then you will know all these things because all of the answer is within you. And that's where true happiness, true peace of mind, and true satisfaction is going to come from. And this is when all African people is going to start vibing together. So the sooner you become awake, then the better off you're going to be. You're going to stop chasing materialism because all of these things are keeping you down. You see, we have to depart from the ways of white supremacy because white supremacy is robbing us from the things that we truly need. So stop running from your culture. Stop running from who you are. Stop, think, reason, and listen. And it is going to change your entire view and life. And then you will really get it together as an individual, as a people, and as a nation. You will get it together. But you have to do these important steps. You see, to change your, fu your future. Know your past. Please, brothers and sisters, look for guidance from where you're coming from. Not to the, the enslavers, the kidnappers, the rapists, and everything that is bad that has been done to you. Stop looking to these people. The fact that you keep looking to them is the reason why you keep yourself locked down in prison, so to speak. Imprisonment of the mind, which is the greatest enslavement and the greatest prison that you can be in is one of your mind. So set yourself free, please. And it will change your whole life. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.